It's time now for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor ahead of the AFC wildcard playoff game between the Chargers and the Jaguars at TIAA Bank Field. And here we are. The postseason begins, Fred. I know you're fired up for this one. I am fired up, and I hope all of the fans are fired up and ready. Uh, hey, football in um, Florida in mid-January, man, you can't ask for anything better than that, JP. So it's go time. Let's do it. Well, it's been go time for the Jaguars for about a month and a half. And you know what? They went. They they, they got it done. They finished the regular season on a five-game win streak to win the division and rally. So how different is the mentality this week with it being a true playoff game? There's a logo on the field now that says NFL playoffs and wild card. There's everything that goes with that. But last week was a must-win game as well for this Jaguars team. This one just, is it different because of the title, or, or how do you get past that? Playoffs, just the term itself brings a bit more to the table. The guys understand what's at stake, you know, much like they did a week ago, right? I, I think they did an amazing job of uh, being at home, but going in there when the ball kicked off, handling pressure, you know, um, because for the majority of the game, we all know the Titans were leading and, they got ugly for and scary for a while, you know, and then they finally, because they play hard and, uh, and, and, and they were uh, persistent, they didn't quit, some good things happen. And that's what you have to do in these playoffs. You just got to go out there, play hard, you know, from the first kickoff to the ending uh, three zeros uh, on the clock and hope for some good things to happen, you know, throughout that. So uh, I think they'll be uh, ready. I, I think they have done a great job mentally and, and, and focusing. Um, so, yeah, I expect to see a, a good, sound football game. And a lot of that's Doug Peterson's leadership, obviously, to to show them the way to prepare for a game like that. He's been through it before. There's not many players on the roster that have been in the playoffs. A few have. But, you know, for a young football team to have that guidance from someone who's done it before, that's something the Chargers don't have, by the way. Brandon Staley is in his first playoff run as a head coach and maybe the the advantage Jaguars in that department yeah I, I think Jaguars will have the uh, advantage in that department the, the one thing that I learned in my 13-year career JP is uh that you know sports life you know all that stuff relationships friendships everything is built and based on trust right you have to especially in football you want to be able to trust the captain you know, that he's not going to go out there and hit an iceberg. You know, we had a few of those moments last year and just sink the whole fleet. Uh, so, I mean, Doug's a guy who's uh, full of integrity. You know, he's uh, consistent is what I'm hearing coming out of the locker room, which is what the guys love. And he's uh, transparent. You know, things are black and white, much how Coach Coughlin was, you know, when he was here. And either you can handle it or you can't. And I think the guys uh, have done a great job or Doug has done a great job, and the guys have done a great job responding. And they, they've created a bond and a certain chemistry and relationship inside that locker room. And that's what you need before you step on the field. Uh, because, you know, at moments, you know, certain times, black clouds hang over your head. But you got to be able to look to your left and look to your right and say, these are the guys that I built with, you know, throughout the week. And because it's the playoffs, they can look in that further and say, these are the guys that I built with from April. You know, when Doug came in and had his first speech about, look, from now we're working on making the playoffs, winning football games, making the playoffs towards our goal, which is the Super Bowl. And I think they can look to each other and say, all right, 
let's go. I trust you. You trust me. You know what I'm about. And let's do this together. So I think overall, collectively as a group, they will go out there and uh, we'll see an amazing result because this team, without that chemistry that they have and that trust, they wouldn't be here. So I expect them to do well because of it. Fred Taylor with us, pride of the Jaguars running back. This is a fantastic quarterback matchup. It's a reason, big reason why it's a primetime kickoff. It's Justin Herbert in his third year now with the Chargers, his first playoff appearance. And of course, Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars, his second season, his first playoff appearance. This feels like what could be the beginning of a number of years of these two quarterbacks going head-to-head in these playoff scenarios. You just get a feeling the Jaguars are hanging around for a while. The Chargers have talent. The AFC is loaded with good young quarterbacks. Uh, These are kind of the next wave, uh, Herbert and Lawrence. Yeah, without a doubt, man. Uh, The AFC is a beautiful thing to sit back and watch these young quarterbacks and you watch them grow. And they're just young guns, and man, and they're – they're all, you know, they're all, you know, passionate in their approach, you know, and and but they also are humble. You know, uh, you don't see them just kind of braggadocious or just moving around certain types of ways. They are all stout. It's going to be amazing to watch, you know, AFC playoff football for the years to come. But more specifically, uh, you know, this matchup with Herbert and, um, and, and Trevor Lawrence. Now, I was looking at their stats some time ago, and Trevor – you know, as them in QBR, obviously Justin has uh, more yardage on the season, but not by much, 600 yards. Trevor kind of came into his own later, you know, as the season progressed. But both of those guys are amazing talents, and uh, these matchups are going to be a thing of beauty uh, in the future. And I, and, ho- and I hope that both of them understand that this is a new season. The playoffs is a new season. You throw all of those stats out because you only get one shot. And uh, you, you got to go out there full of confidence and uh, you got to just stick to the script and make sure you're doing everything that, you know, you uh, uh, scripted up throughout the course of the week. And the guy who makes the less mistakes and the guy who's sacked at least <laughs> will be potentially the quarterback who comes out victorious. Fred, let's get into the running back uh, matchup this week and two different styles here. Austin Eckler is a threat in the passing game, a true threat. Yeah. He's, he's out there in the flat. He he runs routes. I mean, he's their leading target, in fact, on offense. But Travis Etienne, a couple of weeks ago, was on a roll in Houston before the game got away, and they kind of pulled everybody out. Uh, they couldn't run last week against Tennessee. The Titans are a stout group up front. So and the Chargers' defense has had issues against the run this year. So at some point, you feel like Etienne's going to get his. How do you slow down Eckler, and what kind of different style does he bring? Uh, Austin is a, a good back. You know, he's a good back. He's just outside of my, you know, top five. Um, but he is a, a, a solid back that, you know, he's going to be there. You know, he's he, he's straight downhill. You know, north and south runner. Uh, obviously, he does a great job around the end zone. He's has a gang of touchdowns almost each and every season. Uh, not a flashy back. You know, if I just looked at him for flash, I wouldn't say I like his style at all, but I like his production. You know, I like that he can catch the ball really well. He's a high target back out of the backfield, whether it's outside running slants, flat routes, you know, uh, isolation routes out of the backfield, checkdowns. He consistently catches the ball well. Travis, on the other hand, he's dynamic. He has burst, extreme burst, uh, fast. 
Uh, I didn't think he was that fast until, you know, he broke that long one uh, a couple weeks ago and he really got out of the gate. Uh, we don't see Eckler with a lot of long runs, but he like he is steady and consistent. Uh, and the beauty about what Austin has going on over there, he has two really good receivers that uh, doesn't allow for the defense to put that eighth guy in the box. You got to honor Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Those guys are are, are are tremendous threats in the pass game. And that's what makes Austin, you know, go. So, yeah, it'll be good to see both of these guys get out there. Hopefully our guy outdoor and bounce back from a week ago. You know, I'm sure he's uh, uh, anxious and ready to put up some big numbers because last week the Titans did a really good job uh, against our run game. But uh, as you mentioned, JP, the Chargers hadn't been good against the run. So hopefully uh, we can take advantage of that. Fred Taylor with us. Jaguars defense the last three weeks has played well. Last month, really, they've been opportunistic. But the last three weeks, let's be honest, the quarterback situations for those three teams has been far from ideal for the opponent. So they've taken advantage of it. It made big plays at big times. So how much of it was the opponent's situation? How much of it is the Jaguars' defense coming together at the right time or dialing it up at the right time? Because they always seem to have a big play in their back pocket at the last few weeks. You know what? It's, it's really what we said at the beginning. It's that persistence, you know, that believing in yourself, bending, not breaking, uh, knowing that everyone has to go through you. You don't, you know, don't just give away plays. You have a couple plays, you know, throughout the course of the game where, uh, um, somebody can kind of, you know, fall asleep on that play, but they've done a great job of making up for that and making teams earn it. Uh, teams really have to earn it playing this defense. They're not going to give anything away. They've been very sound and disciplined in their um, in the run game. You know, that's where it starts, you know, stopping the run game, the other team's run game. I think they've done a pretty good job of minimizing the big play, uh, the bigger play in the run game. Uh, the secondary is playing well, I think, and this is just me, uh, Sean Jenkins, in my opinion, should be the defensive MVP of the, uh, of the season. He's played great this year. Aluakun should be a pro bowler. You know, he was snubbed, uh, no doubtedly. But they have some leaders on that team. I just mentioned two of them and sprinkled in with some young players and some hungry players. They're just hungry. That's all you need. You just need dogs to be hungry. They're going to go out there and eat, you know, and, and take advantage of it. So they play hard and they force their opponents into certain mistakes. And that's just a reward. All right, Fred, final thought with you here. The atmosphere last week was huge, obviously. Uh, it's a playoff game now. It's only the fifth playoff game in Jacksonville ever. A lot of the, the playoff games, of course, have been away. So you got to take advantage of this environment. Manage your emotions. It's uh, every mistake is magnified in the playoffs. Uh, uh, you know, you you know how it is. You've 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 been in these games before, Fred. So what can we expect in the atmosphere and the nerves and the jitters in this game? You know, the atmosphere was amazing. Uh, you know, I pulled up maybe two hours before a kickoff and the parking lot was packed and loaded. And that's football like that is football. And that's what we, you know, what I had grown to be accustomed to, you know, earlier in my career. That That's football. That's the beauty of, of, of football in, in Jacksonville. That primetime atmosphere, it, it was so good, man. Uh, make me dizzy is what I say. Looking around, you get dizzy looking in the crowd. You know, it's so many fans. It's like a sea of, 
you know, teal. That was beautiful last week. The, the teal out. It was a sea of teal. You got the black and the like. It was so amazing, JP. Uh, I just get excited. You know, it, it makes my adrenaline pump. And you look up in the stands, and you know they're kind of going up and down and kind of wavy, and it's dizzying, as they say. And it was loud, man. It was just the the best atmosphere that I've seen since it's been called TIA Bank. You know, when it was uh, Everbank Field and Alltel Stadium, the good days. Uh, now it's good days. Have a lot to cheer about. And I hope everybody shows up and make it happen again. Fred, well done. Let's get a W. Hopefully we're celebrating after the game with a trip to a divisional playoff game. Appreciate it. All right, man. Looking forward to it, JP. Get the dub.